I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Hey, welcome everybody to Sports Overnight America, a different kind of sports show. When I say different, I mean, we'll talk all aspects of sports and we'd love your input. Uh, sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. We are heard on Sirius 217, XM203, all those apps, American Forces, Gals and Guys, You Stay Healthy, Sports Byline, Sports Map, radio stations like KSHP. 1400 in Las Vegas, Nevada. The guys are with us. Uh, Mark Mancini, the world's worst sports handicapper, art source, who used to kick for the Rams and the Trojans, and uh, we'll play some Baron Sports trivia. Also, Coach Al Skates uh, from UCLA. Uh, he only won 19 national titles coaching volleyball for the Bruins, but he was my coach when I was 10 and 11 years old at Blanco Park in Culver City, California. And he turned it into winners even then. So uh, the point is, he always did organize. We'll talk to Al Skates a little later on this show in Baron Sports Trivia. Thursday night, my heart was broken again as uh, Mick Cronin proved to me what I already knew, just an average, a very average college basketball coach. I don't want the excuse the Bruins didn't have two starters. Last year against North Carolina, his best two defenders, Peyton Watson, Jalen Clark, played a total of seven minutes. Tar Heels had no depth whatsoever. They played six guys all season long. Certainly uh, they weren't all that well coached by uh, Hubert Davis in the last two minutes. They take over and beat the Bruins by five. And uh, I don't think you can say blame uh, the fact this year that Jalen Clark was injured. If you didn't use him last year, he was his best, your best defender. Then again, a total of seven minutes. He played Peyton Watson and Jalen Clark last year. I don't want to hear any alibis. You're up by 13 at halftime. Don't blame the officials. Don't blame anybody. Look in the mirror, Mick Cronin, okay? So my heart was broken. And and again, for me, the NCAA tournament is over. I don't care at this point, but they'll never win with Mick Cronin, in my opinion. Little fun going on at the University of Alabama. Nick Saban, uh, a player who we... uh, uh, put on the sidelines because uh, he was involved in some drug thing. And he says, uh, basically, uh, there's no such thing as being in the wrong place at the wrong time. And Nate Oates, of course, should use that with uh, his best player, Miller, Brandon Miller, uh, letting him play, even though he handed a gun because somebody who handed a gun to somebody else who then killed somebody. And of course, Brandon Miller has not been charged with anything. But the point is, Nate Oates said, wrong place, wrong time. And we're going to come back with Sports Overnight America right after this. Every piece of land has a story. 
The Upshaw's right there is with a John Deere 1 Series tractor they call Penny. When your project comes up, you have to just jump in and figure out what is it going to take. From front loader to backhoe, the Upshaw's have the tools to DIY all day long. Run with us on a 1 Series tractor and start telling your story. Get a 1 Series tractor starting at $134 per month at your John Deere dealer today. For additional cost information, please call toll-free 855-633-2315. Scott for Scott's here. You ever want to grow new grass faster? Kind of like when you press the two times playback button on your podcast so you can speed through episodes. Except at Scott's Turf Builder Rapid Grass, you're speeding your way from a thin and damaged lawn to a thicker, stronger one in just weeks. Bit too fast, maybe slow it down, okay. Let's just go back to normal speed. Get a bag of Scott's Turf Builder Rapid Grass today. It grows grass two times faster than seed alone when applied at the new lawn rate subject to proper care. Feed your lawn. Feed it. Honey, come here, quick. What is it? Shh, check it out. All these highly rated wines are under $20. Total Wine must have made a mistake. <laughs> nope, they always have the lowest prices. Oh, remember that amazing rosé your sister brought over last week? See, it's right here. Whoa, that's a low price. I mean, whoa, that's a low price. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Drink responsibly, B21. Dazzling decal on Daisy's Donuts window. Bold banner at Barry's Barbershop. Prominent poster at Penny's on Park Place. This is your sign. Well, signs. To try Staples and see the difference. Get $15 off signs, banners, and posters when you spend $75 or more. From Staples. And I couldn't miss it. Ends 415. Visit staplesconnect.com slash printpig for details. Are you looking to improve your baseball swing? You need the rip. Grip Pro. Co-created by Dodgers AAA star Drew Avins, the Rip Grip Pro will help you stay palm up, palm down, and pull the barrel of the bat through the zone instead of pushing it. Check out Drew's videos at ripgrippro.com and you'll see how this can help you or the baseball player in your family improve your ABs. Get the adjustability in your swing that you need. Go to ripgrippro.com. That's ripgrippro.com. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8-Side Network's outstanding 8-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. Hey, everybody, uh, back on Sports Overnight America, and the guys are definitely with me. Later, we'll be talking to UCLA uh, volleyball coach for 50 years, Al Skates. He retired in 212, but 19 NCAA championships. You can hardly beat that. But uh, on Thursday night, my heart was broken. Mick Cronin did it again. Uh, he blamed everybody else except himself. UCLA up by uh, 13 at halftime, and they managed to blow the game by three. And again, in, in the post-game uh, conversation, he blamed the officials. Uh, uh, he blamed everybody except himself. Uh, he mentioned uh, that his team was injured. Oh, I'm going to repeat for the – I've been saying this since one year ago, since they lost to North Carolina, also in the Sweet 16. Um, last year against North Carolina, the Tar Heels 
only played six all season long under Hubert Davis and the Bruins winning the whole game, but they were tired at the end. And why were they tired? Because uh, Mick Cronin only played his two best defensive players in Peyton Watson and Jalen Clark, a total of seven minutes. So everybody played 37 or 38 minutes in North Carolina with managed to win in the end as Caleb Love uh, did his thing. So I can't use that as an alibi. He can't use that as an alibi. Uh, start with Art. Uh, any comments about Mick Cronin's comments, the post-game conference? Well, I will say this. Uh, last night, there were two of the greatest ball games that I can recall. And, and I mean, you know, Gonzaga, good basketball team. You know, Timmy is just an amazing athlete. What he, what he accomplished, you know, with his footwork and his ability around the basket at 6'10 was amazing. But, you know, in, in, in a little bit of defense for Mick Cronin, I felt like they played the up-tempo game in the first half to get that 13-point lead in half. And I think they wore down. They went through a real dry spell for 11 minutes in the second half. and But they did make a great comeback to come back from an eight-point deficit at the end. And, you know, that basket that, that – that Strawthorn hit, you know, the kid from Liberty High School in Las Vegas, you know, in the clutch. That was pretty special. It was amazing for college basketball, back-to-back games. What Marquise Knowles did for Kansas State in their up overtime victory, 20 and 19 assists at an all-time record, that was another great game. I was excited to see basketball played at that high level. But, Fred, you are right. He made a couple of poor decisions, and it cost him. But again, a great basketball game, and and I think the sport really could have used it, and they did use it, and hopefully it'll uh, it'll go well. Mark uh, uh, Mark Mancini, you're not a big fan of uh, LA sports teams. Uh, your comments about uh, UCLA's loss? Well, I got stock in the uh, Trojans and Bruins, uh, and if they could do something with Andrew Friedman, I'd definitely buy some stock in the Dodgers. And you know, I'm high on the Angels uh, and the Clippers. But um, Dick Williams once said, you know, if you give extra outs, they're going to play 10 innings and we're going to play nine. Well, here's the thing here. UCLA went, what, eight, nine minutes without a field goal? Can't win much games like that. It was too much, Timmy. And Cronin hasn't learned his lesson. Basically, you can't play six guys. These guys looked exhausted. Poor Haquez came out 20 seconds and they ran him back in. Just poor coaching down the stretch. If you've got a 13-point lead at halftime, you got to come out and put the hammer down on these guys. And they didn't. They, they failed to do so. They let these guys back in it, hang around. And, you know, Mark Few escaped. I will tell you this. He escaped with a, a win there that if, you know, Tiger Campbell hits that shot, you know, UCLA could be playing UConn. Yeah. All right. Uh, more on uh, Sports Overnight America. You can email us at uh, sportsfred at AO.com, sportsfred at AO.com. We have an interesting scenario in uh, Tuscaloosa, Alabama, between Nate Oates and Nick Saban. Uh, Nate Oates, of course, uh, uh, is allowing Brandon Miller to play in the NCAA tournament. And uh, uh, in a similar situation, or well, not really a similar situation, but a drug situation as far as one of uh, Nick Saban's players, he said it's, there's no such thing as being in the wrong place at the wrong time. And that's what, of course, Nate Oates had said in the Brandon Miller scenario. So, Art, what do you think about Alabama sports at this point in time when a football well, coach 
goes after a basketball coach, although he said he didn't really mean that, but that's the way it came out. It comes down to institutional control again, Fred. I have no idea who the athletic director is at, uh, at Alabama, but at a certain point in time, you know, you've got to have more control over the kids. And, and, and you know, it's something that is, is permeating society now. You know, you need you need to teach these kids the proper things in life. And I'm wondering if the NIL, you know, the fact these guys are making such great money now, if they wonder, you know, to themselves, well, you know, I'm a superstar, my, you know, rules for thee, but not for me. This could be part of the problem here. And uh, I would just like to see, you know, uh, uh, if we could go back to the student athlete concept of college sports. I think it would be wonderful where you go for your degree. If you get a chance to play professionally, that's all, you know, like gravy. I got to, I got to bring this up. UCLA's Jaime Jaquez and uh, Tyler Campbell in actuality have another year of eligibility if they want to use it. So here's the question. They're, they are not the type of players who are going to make the NBA on a major level. I don't think they can make the NBA. They can make the G League. There's there's no question about that. The average G League player makes $40,000 a year for six months. They can make more than that, uh, Mark Mancini, uh, in the NIL here in Southern California. I mean, they're big names in Southern California. They can make 10 times that, I think, uh, you know, advertising uh, car dealerships and things like that. Mark, do you think there's a chance that these two guys will come back in a second senior season? Well, I think, you know, that's a good point. I would, I would come back, but for them not to make the NBA, hell, I, I'm, I, we, in the pre-chat, we were talking about two guys that couldn't make the Lakers that are doing wonders elsewhere and Brandon Ingram and, you know, Julius Randle. So, I mean, I, I like, I like their style more so Hakez, uh, mm-hmm. on a, uh, you know, in a, on I a think he's got a chance. I think yeah. he's got a chance to make a starting lineup in the NBA. That's really? all I'll say. Yeah. Really? yeah. Yeah, I mean, look at look at in the heyday, guys. And you can remember this: Richard Washington and 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 Marcus Johnson tearing it up in at UCLA. And Marcus Johnson had a great career in the NBA until he got injured. But Richard Washington kind of fell off big time. So I mean, Jaime, Jaime Hawkins, you know, Mark Jaime Hawkins has some talent. Yeah, I mean, I like- some of the moves he makes, he plays hard. Now, I'm not saying he he might be the kind of guy that would be like maybe a Maybe a John Havlicek, a sixth or seventh guy to come in and really bang the boards and, 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 you know, get the ball in deep. And then you look at a kid like on the Gonzaga team, like Timmy with his footwork. I mean, I got to tell you, that guy has some amazing abilities in and around the basket. And, you know, I know he's only six ten, and maybe, you know, the, the center is not what it once was in, you know, in, in the NBA, but I see well, he yeah. has a chance yeah. too. The other kid is going to be a wonder is that kid out of Chicago. I think it's Bailey. Yeah. Uh, Bailey's going to, Bailey's going to be a star there. I don't think Bailey will come back. That's the thing. He's a freshman. I don't think he will come back because I think he'll be a star in the NBA. There you go. But, I, but, but again, right now, UCLA has got three players who had another year of eligibility, all playing in the G league, Julius Bernard, uh, uh, Jazang and, and Peyton Watson. None of them made the NBA. They are playing in the G League now, and they all had eligibility left, and Watson had three years left. So You know what would be interesting, Fred, is to ask these kids what they really think about Coach Cronin. 
I think by leaving, I think they showed, don't they? (laughs) Or am I? No, I mean, I'm not not trying to be funny. No, 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 I think you hit it right on the head. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and that's the coaching is very important. You know, talking to Skip Cole this past week about coaching, and he coached under Don James and, you know, mentored Nick Saban a lot. I, I look at Mick Cronin. I just, you know, he just seems like a stressed out individual, man. Ooh, he really he, screams he's, he's not at the suited guys. for UCLA basketball. Let me ask you something. Uh, and Mark, we only got like 30 seconds. So let's be quick here. If you're an official and all of a sudden, a coach starts harping on you. Might you lean the other way once or twice in a game? Might that make a difference, Mark? What do you think? No, you're, you're, you're right. But if you're going to continue to get harped on, you're going to start giving the dude tease. Uh, Mar, uh, Mar, uh, uh, Art Source, what do you think? I mean, you, you know, all I agree. The I agree, Fred. You know, hey, Johnny wouldn't used to roll up the program and, you know, he'd have some choice words for guys, but he would make his point and then he'd get out. Yeah. You don't want to ride these guys. At a certain point in time, one of them's going to look over there and say that was a charge, and you know it wasn't a charge. He just decided that he was going to show you who's in charge. Yeah. In reality, we saw it in baseball a couple of weeks ago where, you know, some low-level league, the umpire got mad, and he just decided the next two pitches were going to be strikes, and that's <laughs> how it ended up. Yeah, right, we're, gonna we're, gonna, we're gonna take a break and come back with Baron Sports Trivia later. Former UCLA uh, Volleyball coach for half a century, won 19 NCAA championships, Al Skates, all straight away this evening on Sports Overnight. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800 449 1759 1759 The annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. 
When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's uh, Sports Overnight America. You can email us at sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AO.com. And one of my favorite parts of the show, Baron Sports Trivia, my cousin Andy and Lisa started this uh, with me off the air, and we've been doing it ever since. Uh, but before we start, Art Source, as you know, is in Pennsylvania. He's 126 years of age. So Art takes a different legal medicinal product every week when we do this to uh, stay awake and answer the questions correctly. Art, what are you using this evening? Well, I've got some of the Awaken because we're late night sports. And so I take that. I also have my Pro Focus, which is fantastic. This is the new stuff I've been taking. But uh, more than anything else, you know, just enjoying myself and trying to take care of myself as I get a little older in life. 126 is getting up there, by the way. But uh, you got to keep the noodle loose. How old and- Jackie? Oh, she's I, I, I robbed the cradle. You understand how that is. All right, it's Baron Sports Trivia time. <laughs> Jimmy Beheim. This is for Mark. Jimmy Beheim retired, I think, 47 years at Syracuse. When he played for the Orange, his backcourt mate uh was a Hall of Fame basketball star. Went on to the uh, of course the NBA and a Hall of Famer in the NBA and on the collegiate level. Who was his teammate? At Syracuse, when Beheim played one of the guard positions, who was the other guard? Oh, God. It wasn't Sherman Douglas. <laughs> no, it wasn't sure. He didn't make the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Fred, we're going to need, need, need a hint on this one. Jeez, um, uh, I want to talk. I'm going to throw something out there, man. And, and I don't know if it'll stick. Um, Dick Vitale? Okay, here it is. Uh, Former mayor of D.C. This guy was the former mayor of District of Columbia. Or what if I said, Art, what if I said, Art, I've got your medicine working. You ready? I said five across or five down. What is that? Five down. It's a a game. Five across. I know the game. What's the game? Uh, Crossword puzzle. So scramble. Scramble? Uh, no. Well, you win a prize if you get five across or five down. Bingo. Five diagonally. What? Bingo. Bingo okay. Smith. So, so it's bingo. That's the whoa. So who was the guard who played with Jimmy Bayhawk? Bingo, bingo Smith. Dave Bing. Dave Bing. St. Louis Hawks. 1967. Wow. St. Louis Hawks. What a good ball Detroit player. Detroit Pistons, too. Nice. Nice get there, Fred. Detroit Pistons. Okay. I was I was almost gonna say KC Jones, but okay, you ready to go? Uh, this will be Art. Uh, 
You guys are 0 for 2. Uh, well, one, yeah, you really got to ask one, one question. Well, but you're both 0 and 1. Okay. Uh, Rick Patino is leaving Iona for St. John's. Oh, now, Iona was the home of a famous, great television show, a comedy with two tremendous stars way back. Art, at 126 years of age, where is Iona located? A uh, city in New York. Oh, I got it. I got oh, it's, it. It's got to be Ralph Cramden and Ed Norton. I got this. You got this? Okay, what is it? Well, my uncle played at Iona, and I got a T-shirt laying around here. The stars come out in New Rochelle. New, New Rochelle, New Rochelle, New Rochelle. New Rochelle. Dick Van, Dick, Van, Dick Van Dyke show with Mary Tyler oh Moore God. way back in the early 60s. I watch that. I watch that show daily. You know, they, they oh, and Iona, uh, if, if I remember, Iona, uh, my uncle told me uh, one of the guys he played with or went there was the former uh, Washington Bullet, Capital Bullet, Jeff Rulin. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Lori yeah, Amsterdam was one of my favorite all times. Alan Brady, oh, that show still. Carl you know, and Dick Van Dyke is still with us. Ninety-seven years of age. He oh, crashed his car. He at, at ninety-seven years of age, he's still driving, and he <laughs> crashed his car last week. I, I have okay. trouble, Fred. Okay. I have trouble putting at this time. You know? There it is, <laughs> folks. He was uh, trying. He was. It was a meet and greet with Mick Cronin. He was trying to meet Mick Cronin. Is that true? <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay. Uh, sportsfred at AO.com. Sportsfred at AO.com. This one's for Mark. Um, Rick Patino, now at St. John's, has led three schools into the final four. Name them. What? What? Kentucky. Providence. And something's happening with Mark. A noise I'll, give you, I'll throw it in there for him. Louisville. Louisville. Okay. Those are the three. This one's for you. Uh, I'm Baron Sports Trivia. John Wooden, 10 national titles at UCLA, but he was an All-American himself. Where did he play? University of uh, Purdue. You saying Purdue? Are you sure of that? I'm not sure. It was either Indiana or Purdue. It was one of those two schools. Uh, the answer is Purdue. So the medicine <laughs> seems to be working, although I don't know what's going on with Mark. And you know what the great story was, right? The year yeah. that Johnny Wooden did, did not win Mr. Basketball in Indiana. Do you know who won that award that one year? Um, Pretty proficient it? broadcaster. Who was it? Chick Hearn. Did he really? Yes. I, yes. I did a, not lot know people, a lot did of people know don't Chick? know that. Yeah. Okay, where, where, where did Chick? Okay, Chick Kern, of course, passed away 20 years ago. Great Laker announcer for 30-something years. Peoria, right? Peoria. Peoria. My granddaughter was oh. choking a little. Sorry. Oh, boy. And, and uh, he played. Uh, he, he was doing Drake basketball uh, before he got the job with the L.A. Lakers. All right. Mark, I hope your granddaughter is your granddaughter. Yeah, okay? yeah. She was going. She, just choking on a little milk there. but. Okay, um, here we go. Finally. What was it? Was Providence, Kentucky... In Louisville. 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 Louisville, yep. All right. This is for Mark. Um, who was called Daddy Wags for the LA Angels? My favorite player as a kid. Who don't say anything. Wags. Daddy Wags. 
Bill Singer? Who? Bill Singer? Singer. Bill, the former Dodger pitcher? Who are you talking yeah, he about? He played for the Angels? or Yeah, but uh, Daddy Wags. Uh, that's probably wrong. Danny, Danny uh, Goodwin? Danny Goodwin, the former Dodger. The yeah. Ar- okay. Uh, I'm throwing things. Archie, right. you got the answer. What's the I answer? do. It's, it's Leon Wagner. And Leon Wagner was the was built like w- Willie Mays. I mean, the guy had more power, muscles rippling on things. I do believe he hit 30 home runs one year for the early 60s Angels, if I'm not mistaken. You're right. He hit over 200 in his lifetime. However, I, I you know, it was very sad. He passed away like 20 years ago, something like 20 years ago. He died living in like in a construction house. Oh. He, he was so broke. He got involved in some kind of businesses and uh, they all lost money and he died. Nobody was helping him. See, this is what I'm talking about, too. Here's a guy who played, I don't know, eight, nine, ten years in Major League Baseball. So he's getting a small pension uh, at that point. Now it would be a, a much bigger pension. But you would assume that Major League Baseball finding out, if I, you know, when I read a Take care of their own. They take care of their own, but they don't. I mean, it's like an impossible situation. It's a horrible, improbable, ridiculous situation with these players. I very recently read about the J.R. Richards situation. Okay. Very yeah. similar situation. Yeah. Same thing, you know, and and it really, it it tugs at you. And and there was a great wide receiver for the Kansas city chiefs, Otis Taylor, who went through a very similar thing as well. And and to me, to see guys, you know, making 30, 40, $50 million a season and not having the wherewithal to realize that they could help some of these older guys, you know, and and I'm not saying about a free hand on it. I'm saying, put a little bit of that, great money that you're making away for the guys who made the shield, whether it's the NBA, major league baseball, NFL, make their lives a little better at the end. That's all to me. It's just, it really goes, it, it, it gets me. Okay. That's uh, in the last two minutes of this segment, uh, Rick Bettino now at St. John's, I looked it up and the enrollment, uh, uh, percentage at St. John's is 89%. Now, let's assume that an athlete had to actually get the same grades as a normal player, a normal person, a normal student who wants to go to St. John's. 89%. Aren't any comments? Well, you're not going to get very many top quality athletes because, I mean, you're looking, that's top 10 percentile. I mean, no, I it's the, no, it's the, no, it's the opposite. 89%, yeah. 89% do get in at St. John's. Oh, okay. Then he's going to do great. He's going to do I great. Mean, I mean, <laughs> the playgrounds of New York, he just has to go out and poke a couple of guys on the shoulders. Versus, I thought we were talking about Stanford or Princeton or Stanford, one of those schools. Stanford is 4%. I think right. Princeton's 5%. Did they um, say Notre Dame, where, where Notre Dame comes in on that level? I think in the 20s. I think yeah. in the 20s. And I said, that's one of the reasons 21. why Brian Kelly – you know, finally, after all those years left to go to LSU because yeah. he just felt like, you know, he only had a, a max that he could get to. And, and, you know, that's that's tough to compete in those kind of situations. But do, you, but do you think seriously nowadays in 2023, it matters? I mean, they can't sneak anybody in anywhere. Of course they can, Fred. I mean, Tyler Irving saying, got in Duke. Yeah, thank you. He believes the earth is flat. Come on. I mean, Jerry Tarkanian got some guys into UNLV that I don't think could probably 
you know, read a third grade book. That's <laughs> besides the point. <laughs> All right, we're going to come but, back and we're going to talk to Al Skates, uh, former UCLA volleyball coach for 50 years. And uh, he won 19 NCAA championships. That's, that's incredible, Fred. That's incredible. And uh, I'm sure he's got some stories to tell us. And then we're going to come back with the guys and a whole lot more this evening on Sports Overnight. Progressive's Home Court Explorer lets you easily compare our direct rates with multiple companies. Now that we've covered something you could do, it's time for Sports Stuff You Definitely Could Not Do. If you were head coach, you would not have gone for it on fourth down. Your confidence in your play-calling ability might be a little overblown, considering you're barely confident in which restaurant to order takeout from, let alone choosing a play in front of 70,000 screaming fans. But you definitely can use Progressive's Home Court Explorer to easily compare rates. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Zero emissions goals are driving automakers and consumers to accelerate the shift to electric vehicles, EV. But roadblocks still exist to allow for their transition. Recent data from the IBM Institute for Business Value found that 50% of surveyed customers are considering getting an EV in the next three years. However, only 13% of industry executives anticipate that their countries will be ready to support the EV fleet by 2030. Key factors such as public charge point availability, reliability, EV and energy costs, and network connectivity are impacting EV adoption. Moreover, none of the executives surveyed believed that standard cars will be sold after 2040. Jonathan Wright, Global Managing Partner, IBM Consulting. Our survey shows that significant transition is going to happen by 2040, but it will require a sustainable power grid that can meet and exceed the expected demands. It'll take an ecosystem of companies across industries, governments, and other stakeholders for EV to really take hold. So the time for action is absolutely now. To learn more, visit IBM.com slash sustainable hyphen mobility. Sponsored by IBM. This report is sponsored by Behringer Ingelheim. I'm Bernie Williams, and I lost my dad to idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis, one of the most common forms of interstitial lung disease, an umbrella term for over 200 rare conditions that can cause scarring of the lungs and may make it difficult to breathe. My dad was my hero. He was the one to introduce me to music, and it is something that helps me feel connected to him even today. Music was always something that helped me cope as a caregiver. Writing a song to honor my father and his own journey with idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis was a way to put my feelings down on paper. And I know so many people can relate. Check out Tuning to Lung Health to hear more about what living with interstitial lung disease really means and the important role that music Dazzling can play decal in helping on Daisy's to Donuts window. You will find a Bold banner at Barry's Barbershop. Playlists, Prominent poster at Penny's on Parkless. This is your sign. Well, signs. To try Staples and see the difference. Get $15 off signs, banners, and posters when you spend 75 or more. From Staples. And I couldn't miss it. Ends 415. Visit staplesconnect.com slash printpig for details. Hey, welcome back, everybody. It is Sports Overnight America. I'm Fred. You can email us at sportsfred at aol.com. Sportsfred at aol.com. So our guest, let me put it this way, he's called as the uh, second uh, Wizard of Westwood, but more importantly, he was my coach at the age of 11 at Blanco Park in Culver City, California. The one, the only, Al Skates. Al, welcome to the show. Well, hi, Fred. Thanks Thanks for having me on. (laughs) So what was more important in your life? Uh, Blanco Park, turning us into a winning program? or 19 NCAA championships at UCLA and volleyball? Well, at the time, Michael Park was more important because I was a junior at UCLA, 
And I can sleep next to the radiator in the park in a sleeping bag and then shower at school and save rent money. I was putting myself through school. So that was really important. But later, the 19 NCAA championships between 1970 and 2006 became more important. Amazing record, Al. I mean, I look at, you know, Rod Dato and Johnny Wooden. This is already sourced. I know a lot of your great volleyball players, Sinjin Smith, Randy Stoklos, you know, the, the legends that passed through Westwood. And uh, we were talking a little bit about it, you know, off the air. Can you go back and talk about some of the great teams that you had and some of the great personalities on some of those teams? Well, one of them I just played golf with this morning, Sinjin Smith. He, um, uh... Sinjin came in 76, and uh, one day in practice, he was on the starting team as an outside hitter. He didn't go for a ball. And so I put him behind the blue curtain where I couldn't see him with the with the other guys that were over there. I took the first 12, and the other coach took the others. And uh, I didn't bring him back for two weeks. And for the next four years, he was – First in the circle drill, first doing 300 sit-ups, first doing 300 push-ups, and just worked harder than anybody. And was my first, uh, as captain, he, he captained our first undefeated team in 1979. So, and he beat me out of six bucks this morning. <laughs> <laughs> you, play golf, you, you play golf every day, do you not? Well, not lately. I, the, the course is muddy, but um, if it's if the sun's out, I'm out there. Yeah, I got eight different guys. We play five days a week, Monday through Friday. My wife doesn't let me play on weekends, <laughs> and uh, we walk the course and uh, get some exercise. And I got a couple of UCLA professors that I made friends with. I play with them on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and then kind of mix it up on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday with different guys. How do you feel so it's, when it's they a good way to stay in touch? Al I play with Larry Rundle, who Larry Rundle was our captain in the '68 Olympic team that beat yeah. the Russians. Yeah, I, I, I'm playing with him Monday. He played for me at UCLA on my first championship team. We're talking to a UCLA volleyball coach, Al Skates, who won 19 NCAA championships. I looked up something here. Um, when you became an assistant coach at the very beginning. Uh, it was right before the 64 Olympics. How much were you paid by UCLA? Yeah. Well, actually, we didn't have an assistant coach. I became the head coach. I, I went in uh, in 1962. I'd already graduated in 61. And I, I just received my master's degree in teaching credential in 62. And my, my, um, my coach, Professor Glenn Eggstrom, was going to Japan for a year. He, w he was doing some underwater studies over there, and he was the coach. He says, Al, why don't you go in and try to try to take my job? I'm, I'm going to be gone here. And uh, what happened is I couldn't take any money because I wanted to be on the Olympic team in 64. Yeah. And Avery Bundage wouldn't let anybody get paid for anything or you'd be a professional. As a so kid, I was the living in getting... Yokohama. I actually watched you guys compete in the 64 Olympics in Tokyo. Well, now, I wasn't one of the guys. All what happened to me is 
I I couldn't take a salary. He gave me a hundred bucks for the budget. I bought ten volleyballs and used up that. I spent my own money to keep the program alive, and then I didn't make the Olympic team anyway. I made it. I was an alternate. I got dropped back there in the trials in New York. They cut a deal with the the best player from another team and guaranteed him my spot. So he came down from Northern California. But I found out all about that later. Doesn't bother me a bit now. <laughs> you know, hey, well, hang on, Marvin. Let me introduce uh, Alfred, folks that are joining us in progress. Talking to UCLA volleyball coach for 50 years, Al Skates, who won uh, 19 NCAA championships, called the second uh, Wizard of Westwood. Mark, take it away. You're with Al. Well, Al, you know, when, when I look at volleyball, and I love the sport tremendously, but we've seen leagues of the L.A. Strings in tennis. We've seen lacrosse leagues, uh, rollerblade leagues. How great would it be to see a volleyball league, an L.A. team playing a San Diego, a Portland, a Seattle, and then, you know, have a division out back east, maybe a Philly, New York, Pittsburgh. I mean, with all of the sponsor you know, money, can't they? Can't ESPN, with, with, with the way they're paying people these days, can't they come up with, a sponsored league with volleyball? Well, you know, here's the deal. Coach uh, Garay, who played for me on uh, three championship teams, when he won two goals with the U.S. team in 84 and 88, he went over to Italy and made a million bucks playing over there where volleyball is a big deal. And routinely, the best players on the U.S. team are making seven figures. Here, You've got football. You've got baseball. They don't exist. And the Poland, Poland's number one sport is volleyball. They're the number one team in the world right now. You're playing in Poland. You're making well over seven figures playing there. Here, there's just too much competition. All the sports Poland doesn't doesn't like are over here and getting all the attention. It's very tough. I don't know. I mean, I coached the team in El. Let me ask you this. Um, we're starting to see college women, especially playing beach volleyball. Now, I used to be a roommate years ago with Steve Obradovich, who was a great, great volleyball <laughs> player at USC. Yeah. Cra- crazy did OB. You, how, how much sleep did you get? Not much. <laughs> <laughs> But what I'm saying yeah, is okay. beach volleyball, beach volleyball for a moment there was really, really popular. They had it on TV. Um, you know, you had Marlo making the calls. I believe Marlo was a UCLA graduate. Um, yeah, San you know, Diego State. Right. There you go. And I've always thought that, you know, back east in the wintertime, you know, women's volleyball on the sand, men's volleyball on the sand. I always thought it'd be a, a natural. And yet it, 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 it well, had a couple of great years, and then it kind of fell by the wayside. I do know back here in Pennsylvania where I live, Al, Penn State plays great volleyball. Ohio State plays great volleyball. UCLA going into the Big Big Ten or whatever you want to call it, the Big 16. Do you think it might enhance the game of volleyball being uh, more nationally well, oriented? It, 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 yeah, the Big Ten could adopt volleyball. We've already got four teams, SC, UCLA. Penn State and Ohio State, you know, they might add a couple more. It's possible. But, it, it, you know, it doesn't seem like the teams with all the money are adding uh, any men's sports lately. So it's 
I mean, they could afford it, but I don't know if they will or not. It's hard to say. We've got 50 men's teams competing Division One and Two now, and over 100 men's teams competing Division Three right now. And uh, it's growing because high schools, state high school associations are having state championships. It's, a lot of high school boys are, are playing now, so it, it, it's still going. It's- it's a fabulous game. I mean, I, I grew up in Newport Beach with the Charlie Brands and the Lance Stewarts, you know, the guys who, who I saw. And, of course, uh, you know, Mr. Sorelli, who just recently passed away. I mean, it was a huge, huge sport at Newport Harbor and in Orange County. And, and I mean, like oh, I said, yes, it's something that I really think yeah, is I a mean- great sport. I went to a, my, my, my niece, great niece plays volleyball out here and she's like on a 10, 11, 12 year old team. And there were 75 teams playing in, in South central Pennsylvania. So, I mean, it's a growing, uh, it's growing sport. Well, it is. Can I break out my yeah. Hankton, uh beanie and my ocean Pacific shorts <laughs> and start playing Al? It's the Jose Cuervo yeah. coming up yeah, next. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we're, we're talking, we're talking yeah. Al skates, uh, UCLA volleyball coach for 50 years with 19 NCAA championships. I want to go way back, though. When I'm 11 at Blanco Park in Culver City. Al, I mean, I thought that Culver City was, for a kid, that was the most fantastic situation on earth. What we do as a coach, but even in general, there were like nine parks in Culver City. They all had a coach. We'd all compete uh, at, uh, we'd practice during the week, and then we'd play against another park. Do we still have that around the country or was Culver City with Sid Cronenthal like uh, a genius and or a, a compassionate guy or a thinking guy who made that possible? Al, I don't know if you follow I'll, this at all, but I'll me, I don't you, think that, that was a wonderful situation. I, uh, I was going to be an electrical engineer like my Uncle Joe and, and I needed some money. So I went over there and started coaching. And my God, I fell in love with coaching. It changed my life completely. And uh, after I got done coaching you guys, I knew I wanted to be a coach. I just, I'd already coached high school football when I was a senior. I just didn't know what I was going to coach. I thought I'd do basketball. One one thing I saw, even as an 11 year old, you were organized. You had us organized. So it sort of came natural to you. Yeah, I mean, I I love sports. I played basketball and football, and I got over the UCLA, and the fraternity said, you're going to wrestle for the heavyweight championship. (laughs) I wrestled once, never again. But I could do a lot of stuff okay, you know, so I I loved participating, and I enjoyed the practices, and I wanted the kids to enjoy the practices too. And I wanted my teams to enjoy it. some of the folks about what it was like when, when coach Spalding and JD Morgan and John Wooden, I mean, these are people that you got to be around on a daily basis. Al, what kind of an impact did they have on your coaching career? Well, With John, I couldn't afford to coach first of all. So I had to teach full time in Santa Monica for three years and then 32 years in Beverly Hills because JD Morgan wouldn't pay the coaches anything. So I needed a second job. I wanted to put three kids through college. So I didn't retire from teaching for five years. But I did get to hang out with with 
with coach, John Wooden took the next office to mine because he didn't want to intimidate the next basketball coach after the first one resigned. So he wanted to come to the other side of the building. So he hung out with me on the north side by Bruin Walk. So we really got to know each other. And Sue and I used to take him to dinner here in the valley. He had a special spot he liked to get his fried chicken and mashed potatoes at. And we hung out with him for many years. and, And he's just a super guy. But I learned by watching his practices. I learned how to keep things sped up. I learned not to stop practices and yell at the players. You can talk to them while they're running the drills. And he got it done so efficiently, completely changed the way I was coaching volleyball, for example. Uh, By the way, I ran John Wooden's offense with the Pee Wee's Midgets Juniors and Seniors. That's why you were so good, Fred. (laughs) Okay, what kind of player was I? Oh, you brought it up. What kind of player was I, Al Skates? You were short and wide. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Did you I have some? Good one. <laughs> you were a good right guard on the football team, the flag football team. We're go- we're going out to dinner at some point or lunch at some time, and I knew it. <laughs> I found out you live close in Encino. I'm in Westlake Village. Wow. Uh, Al, it's great talking to you, and uh, we'll definitely talk again. Okay, thank you. My pleasure. Thank you, Al Skates. 19 NCAA right. championships. Back with more. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin. UVB rays burn. And both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Do you own a timeshare? Well, face the facts. You made a mistake. You made a bad purchase. A timeshare is not an investment. It's a money pit that continues forever. If you use your timeshare, that's great. But if you don't and you want to legally get out of your contract, call my friends right now at the Timeshare Exit Hotline. They're an experienced team of lawyers who help good people like you get out of a timeshare contract that they just don't want. Don't throw away your money on maintenance fees. Use it for things you really want. We can help you end your timeshare contract and stop the money drain immediately. If you are ready to move on with your timeshare, call our team right now. Cancel your timeshare now with a free call. 800-824-5131 That's 800-824-5131 
welcome back, everybody, to Sports Overnight America. I would like to thank Al Skates, former volleyball coach at UCLA, for making an appearance. And, of course, my coach when I was 11 years of age at uh, Lanco Park in Culver City, California. Big week for the WBC. Mark Mancini, who are you pulling for, Mike Trout or Mr. Otani, that last at bat? Uh, any thoughts, uh, Mark Mancini? How loyal well, are you? Well, I've always said that uh, Bryce Harper – uh, I would take any day of the week over Mike Trout. I know a lot of people like Mike Trout, but I was pulling for Otani because I have one of those Angel City Connect jerseys with Otani on the back. So I was pulling for Otani. All right. So we got a disloyal American right here on Sports Overnight America, <laughs> besides being the world's sports ha- worst sports handicapper. Mark, you had to do another t shirt. Uh, yeah. Our, our, Coming in our, April. Art Source. Uh, your comments of Tani versus Trout, the final out. Well, you know, I got to tell you, I was kind of, I was kind of rooting a little bit for Otani as well. What here's another what, one? Here's another disloyal American. Here's what, here's what I was thinking. Okay, yeah. the yeah. ratings for the World Baseball Championships right broke records around the world. Seventy-five million people watched Cuba and in, in uh, Cuba and in Japan. Um, so we haven't got the ratings yet on the, the, the final game mm-hmm. of the, of the season from Miami, but I think it did wonders to bring two great athletes who play on the same team. And they've always talked about what it would be like to face each other. Well, I got to tell you, just like in all-star games, great pitching always seems to overcome great hitting. And mm-hmm. I mean, I got to tell you something. Otani, Otani is a once in a hundred year protege. I mean, we go back to Babe Ruth. We talk about pitching and hitting and all the things that he can do. You know, I only pray, and Mark and I are, are crazy Angel fans, you know, and there's a lot of Dodger fans and Padre fans. Yeah. I would like to see Mike Trout and Otani get a chance in the playoffs this year. It would be just so wonderful, and that's kind of what my, one of my dreams is. And so uh, you caught me on that one, Fred. I was rooting for Otani. All right, uh, that's it uh, for this uh, edition of Sports Overnight America. You can email us at sportsfredio.com. Thank you, Mario. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Art, even though you two are disloyal Americans. Right here (laughs) on Sports Overnight America.